1: Hey everyone, welcome to the Roto-Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, TVTPFL. It's Monday, it's October 11th. It's 2021. We're going to talk about the four-game baseball slate today. Starts at 1 o'clock, so hopefully listen to this early in the morning. I'm going to break down all the games. That way, I mean, if you want to play smaller slates or showdown slates or baseball, um, you at least have my thoughts. And then, if we have time which we probably will. We'll talk Monday night football as well. So let's get into it. Baseball first and um, Chicago White Sox finally came alive yesterday. Red Sox won. Um, So Houston up two to one in that series and the Red Sox up two to one in that series, which is fantastic for me because as you all know, if you've listened before, I'm a huge Red Sox fan. So very happy with the win yesterday. We start with Milwaukee at Atlanta. Eight total in this game. It's a pick em game. We got uh, Peralta against Anderson in this one. Playoff baseball. I mean, all eight of these pitchers are solid. And, I mean, anything can happen in these games. So, starting with Freddie Peralta here. He's having a fantastic season, 34% K rate. The biggest issue with Peralta is he walks people, um, and that tends to get him into trouble sometimes. And he is a fly ball pitcher facing a team that hits a lot of fly balls. So, I mean, those are my biggest concerns with Peralta. But overall, he should be someone that goes out and gets strikeouts um, in really any matchup. So we saw him there. For a few weeks, um, struggled to get some strikeouts, but they ramped him back up here, um, to finish out the season, and the strikeouts started to come back as well. So I like Freddie Peralta in this spot. I mean, it's a tough matchup against Atlanta, but with some injuries and stuff, this Atlanta lineup strikes out a lot more, um, than it did at the beginning of the season. So 22.4% strikeout rate for the projected lineup. And they should actually have a quite a few righties in this lineup which Peralta has a 37.7 percent strikeout rate against righties on the season so all these matchups are tough it's the playoffs but I want strikeouts um, and I think Peralta is someone that can get us some strikeouts in this matchup Ian Anderson on the other side of this game I mean the Brewers lineup is not great but it's not bad they they don't walk a ton They don't strike out as much as they did at the beginning of the season. They don't hit a ton of home runs, but they have guys that get on base. And, I mean, Ian Anderson is another guy. Both these guys um, struggle with walks. So, I definitely want to see who the umpire is in this game. Um, If it's it's an extreme pitcher's umpire, um, I like that a lot more. If we even get umpire data. Before the game starts, with this game starting so early in the day. But I mean, we get some day baseball here on Monday. And I mean, I think both of these pitchers are very playable. As far as the Milwaukee bats go, they're really cheap. Um, over on DraftKings, they're they're very cheap. Like you're getting Yelich at 3.6, Adamas at 3.8. Escobar at 4.1 and Garcia 4.2. So I mean the bats that you kind of want to play here are all cheap. So don't mind maybe taking some shots here overall. Um I don't think I would full five-man stack it. I've talked about this before. I don't I don't typically five man stack in the playoffs. I build more of like a three-man stack type build. So and then on the Atlanta side. I mean, there's so much power in this lineup. Freeman, Albies, Riley, Duvall, Solaire. So much power. You can definitely target some some home run bats here. Um, Albies and Duvall are big-time fly ball guys. So if they make contact, it's likely going to be hard contact. And Peralta's already a fly ball pitcher. He's just very tough on righties. So um, it is a tough spot for Duvall. Freeman and Albies, um, probably my favorite plays here, but they're two the two most expensive guys as well. Um, so Houston at Chicago, White Sox. Chicago at a must-win to keep this series alive. Eight and a half total in this one. And the White Sox are a 135 favorite. Yeah, 130. 135. Um favorite in this game. It's your kitey against Radon. Um, yeah, let's talk your kite first. White Sox bats finally came alive yesterday. Um, you know, I think they put up with 12 runs, so they finally got going in. I mean, your kite is not a big-time overpowering guy. Throw strikes, um, You know, doesn't walk people, but gives up a ton of hard contact. So the White Sox are one of my favorite teams on the slate. Um, I, I really like the bats here for Chicago. And then Carlos Don on the other side. I've played this guy all season. He's having He had a fantastic year, 173 strikeouts on the season. His whip ended the regular season under one. Um, it's just it was great. Like 173 Ks in 126 innings is is phenomenal. Um, he's pitched well against Houston a couple times this year. He's gonna need a big game here. Um, this team doesn't strike out, and Houston's there's such a a bear to play pitchers against. But I think. Tournament-wise, just looking for pure upside, he has to be in play here. You know, he put up 39 fantasy points against this team uh, a little over a month ago. So, he could do it. I mean, 8,800 seems like a lot. Is the shoulder injury better? Um, we're going to find out. If he's pitching well, um, he seems like he thinks he's going to be good for this game. The ceiling is there. The ceiling is there if they let him go. If he gets into trouble, they probably yank him pretty quick. But, I mean, that's playoff baseball. you got to take that risk sometimes. So, no one in in playoff baseball, if they start getting hit, has a long leash for what it's worth. Houston Bats, I mean, they're going to put the ball in play. They don't strike out a ton. Um, You know, obviously, some slight interest in, like, Bragman and Correa, but neither one of these guys have had a ton of power against left-handed pitching this season. Um, Gary L. and Myers have shown power against righties, but Myers strikes out at a very, very high clip when he doesn't make contact. So, Houston, I mean, I'll I'll play some Houston, but they're not my favorite. Um, I really like the White Sox. This is a great spot for them. Um, you just look at it, and it's... Your Kyrie is a guy that gives up a ton of fly balls and a ton of hard contact. Well, there's a ton of power in this lineup. Bray Uker Jimenez, Robert Anderson has power. Sheets, if he's in there, he has power. So... I just think... Definitely, um, gonna be playing some white Sox here for sure. I, I really like the white Sox today. Yankee or not the Yankees, Rays and Red Sox. Sorry, um, nine and a half total in this game. It's a pick 'em game. It's Patino going up against Eduardo Rodriguez. Um, Luis Patino going into Fenway pitching against the Red Sox here. Um, Tough matchup. I mean, both of these teams are very good. Their offense are, are going to score. Patino, he has a really good strikeout rate against righties, but he has struggled mightily with lefties this season. Um, big struggles against lefties. Walk rate almost as high as the strikeout rate. 37.6% hard contact. He's a fly ball pitcher pitching in Finway. I'm probably going to fade Patino here. And, um... I mean this is the game to target bats I think. On the other side Eduardo Rodriguez um I mean yeah Eduardo Rodriguez go out and have a good game here. But I mean they're going to be able to go very right-handed heavy against Eduardo Rodriguez here. Rosarina Franco, Cruz, Diaz, Luplo will probably be in there, Zanino, um Bargo so the only lefties we're potentially looking at here are Lau, and I mean they're not gonna take Kiermeyer's glove out of the field. So those two lefties would be in there, and then they'll probably have seven righties. So I don't think it's an ideal matchup for Eduardo Rodriguez, but I like the price. So I don't hate that. Um bats, man. The bats in this game is where it's at. As much as I hate to say it, um, the rays they're they should put up some runs here a Rosarino and Franco and Cruz I just love this spot for those guys um I mean you're gonna have pinch hit risk with Leplo but he's a guy that has power against lefties you know you just hope that he does it early he's not my favorite because of the pinch hit risk but I mean a Rosarino and Franco Franco just is he's crushing the Red Sox (laughs) like Guy has two hits in every game this series. Um just just crushing my socks. He's so good, very talented. Um Wander Franco is one of my favorite plays on the entire slate. So I like him a lot. Um, obviously I like a Rosarina. This guy just always shows up in the playoffs, and then I mean Nelson Cruz there as well at forty one hundred. On the Red Sox side of things, I mean I love Devers and Schwarber in this spot. Um I think this is an incredible spot for those two guys. Patino, I mean, he struggles mightily with lefties. So I I think getting these big bats in there um, with Devers and Schwarber, they're expensive, but I mean, I want these guys in my lineup. So I honestly, like looking at the slate three games through, I would be building around Rosarina, Franco, Schwarber, and Devers. And just seeing what kind of builds I could get, I haven't done it, so I don't know if it, even if it's possible. But looking at the slate from the outside in, um, I definitely like the idea of that. So I'm gonna see if I could do it. Let's see. So at least 5,400 per player. I mean, get it? You got to kind of go cheap. At pitcher. So, I mean, it's doable. It's going to be tough. But it's definitely doable. i have to play around with it afterwards. I want to build a team around those four guys and see what happens. So, I mean, you got Verdugo, who's pretty cheap. Play him. I'm going to play with it. All right, last game. We got San Francisco at L.A. taking on the Dodgers. Alex Wood, Max Scherzer in this one. This game has a seven total, and the Dodgers are a minus 200 favorite. Huge favorite here with Scherzer on the hill. Um, we'll start with Alex Wood. I mean, this lineup is fantastic. Up and down. Betts, Turner, Turner, Smith. Pool host probably cracks the lineup. Pollock. Um, Alex Wood is a good pitcher. And he could beat Anybody. But this is, this is a tough matchup for him. Um, he's going to get strikeouts. He's probably going to give up some runs. I don't hate the idea of taking some shots on him because I do think he'll be low on. He's the biggest dog on the slate. And this game has a low total. But, I mean, Alex Wood is someone that has a 26% K rate, 3.6 XFIP, 6% walk rate. So he could get the job done. It's just, I think you're going to need a little bit of Babbitt to be on his side in this game. Max Scherzer, 9,600. I expect him to probably be one of the top pitchers on the slate as far as ownership goes. He's coming off of a rough stretch. Um, struggled against St. Louis. Struggled against San Diego um, after that core start. Before that, he was pitching fantastic. Um He had over 30 fantasy points in three straight games, um, four of five before that three-game stretch. He's obviously struggling a little bit right now. Um, I think he shows up for this game. I think he pitches well. Um, I just don't, I mean, the Giants are a patient team. This lineup is just not as good as it was. Um, I mean, they're dealing with some injuries and I mean, it's, it's definitely hurting this lineup, but. We'll see how it plays out. Um, I mean, like I said, I think Scherzer's going to be one of the highest owned pitchers on the slate. You know, as far as the Giants' bats go, I like Crawford. Um, I don't mind Wade, Bryant, Yaz. Uh, I think all these guys are playable. I don't know if I stack the Giants here. Um, Maybe like a two-man at most. But, I mean, if Scherzer's off, The Giants are going to be pretty low owned, So, I mean, contrarian thinking and how to get different on the slate. I mean, all you got to do is play the Giants. On the other side, the Dodgers bats. I mean, I like Turner and Turner. Um, I think they're both in great spots. If Pollock's in there, you know, he's a potential value saving. Um, I guess he's not. He's 4.3K. They priced him up a little bit. I mean, you can always play Mookie Betts if you want to pay up. I do, however, like paying up more for, like, Schwarber and Devers on this slate than I like paying up for Mookie. But, I mean, you can always play Mookie. You can always play Turner and Turner and Seeger. They're just expensive. The Dodgers are expensive in a tough matchup against Alex Wood. Uh, this game, being in L.A., is definitely helpful for Wood being at home. Um, so, we'll see how it kind of plays out. All right, let's talk uh, Monday night football. We got the Colts and the Ravens. It's a 46 total in this game. Um, Baltimore is a seven-point favorite. So we'll start here with the Colts side of things. Um, I mean, the Baltimore defense has been really strong, You know, top 10 against the run and the pass to start the season. So I feel like a lot of people are going to play the Baltimore side of this game and it's probably the right move, but I mean, I definitely want to take a few shots here. Obviously I'm Pittman. Pascal is quietly getting targets still. So I I don't mind those two guys. Jonathan Taylor is definitely getting a lot of work. So it's still kind of a split backfield. If you think the Baltimore, if you think Baltimore is going to get up in this game, I mean, I would definitely get some exposure to Heinz in this one just because if Baltimore does get up in this game, Heinz likely see some, you know, targets and stuff out of the backfield. Um, I don't mind. I don't mind looking at like Mo Alley Cox in this game. I think he's going to be someone that, you know, does see some targets and he's been playing a lot of snaps. So. I don't mind maybe some Mo Alley Cox at his price um, over there on DraftKings. So 5K for Mo Alley Cox and 5,600 for Hines. I mean, you're obviously paying up for Pittman and Pascal. I mean, the cheap play from the Colts is probably Campbell at 3.8K. Jack Doyle, maybe a sneaky touchdown. Marlon Mack got a lot of work last week, but I don't know if I trust that. I think it was more game script of just being up on Miami last week and um, getting him some rushes so, like, Taylor didn't get hurt. So, I, I still think it's Taylor and Hines. Um, I think that was more game script than anything else. And, like I said, Molly Cox, Pittman, Pascal, and maybe a few shots on Campbell. And if he can turn his few targets into some fantasy points, he does play a lot of snaps. So if they get behind in this game, you could see some targets from him for sure. Baltimore side of things. I mean, the running back situation is, is kind of a mess. Um, Murray did get 18 carries last week. bell got a few. Um, We saw Murray play like 63% of the snaps last week. So I think if you're playing a running back, it's Murray. I mean, I don't feel great about it, but I mean, he's 7,400. He's not like really priced up. Uh, as far as the wide receivers go, obviously I, I like Sammy Watkins and Marquise Brown, but I do want to point out that like. Um, like Mark Andrews is getting the targets are starting to come back for Mark Andrews. Um I was trying to see his price 6,600 for Mark Andrews. This is a guy that Lamar Jackson has absolutely loved over the last couple of years. And he doesn't have a touchdown yet on the season. This seems like a great spot for Mark Andrews to get two touchdowns. <laughs> like it doesn't it. Um, I'm actually, I'm, I'm honestly, I'm going to have a couple like Mark Andrews captain team because of his price because of how this slate kind of sets up, this isn't likely going to be a high-scoring game. It's not supposed to be anyway. Um, But the Colts' defense is a lot better against the run than they are against the pass, so I think a lot of people will try to get Captain Lamar, and I think that's okay, especially in cash games. I think he's your, like, safest captain play. But, I mean, I might go more Andrews to kind of, you know, get in some studs on the slate. Um, Sammy Watkins is someone that I like a lot too. Uh, I do like Sammy Watkins. Um, he's clearly the wide receiver too in this offense and um, he's priced kind of down and he's yet to score a touchdown this season too. So um, Devin Dever- Devere um, is someone that has been getting decent amount of targets this season. They're kind of up in these games, and I I feel like they like to get up and then pound the rock and kind of, you know, clock down. But, I mean, it's a pretty straightforward offense. You know, you're using – obviously, you're using Lamar. You're you're using Brown, Watkins, Devin Ray, Andrews, and Murray. And I'm not rostering many people outside of those people. Um, That's really all I got, so – should be an interesting game. Like I said, gonna captain. I'm gonna captain a little bit of like Andrews. Might captain a little bit of Sammy Watkins as like my cheaper captains, and uh, see what happens. So that's it for Monday. Depending on some of these baseball games, we might be back Tuesday talking baseball. We'll see. If not, we'll see you guys Wednesday to talk some maybe Thursday night football, some prize picks and stuff. Um, that's it. Good luck, everyone. See you guys again. Soon.